This is Tether Talk, a podcast for women where we talk about the truths that influence our identities, guide our choices, form our future, and lead us to the hope that steadies our hearts. Let's pull back the layers, uncover the lies, and hold on to the only truth that satisfies. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am actually recording this morning, Friday morning, because last night I was so spent, y'all. Every time I would attempt to record, I'd fall asleep, I would slur my words, something was going on, I was like, I'm done, I can't do it. But I was tired for a good reason. Guys, I have not seen my brother and sister in love for almost three years, like on a consistent basis. And yesterday they made the journey from the UAE back to the ATL and I'm so excited and they're here to stay. So this week has been very intense. Um, What am I saying? Y'all know that, especially if you're in the US, you know it's been intense. You know it's been a lot going on for all of us. Um, But then personally, it was a lot of excitement. There has been a lot of excitement, let me say that. And um, yeah, yesterday in particular was, was very, very busy. My girls were amped. When I say super amped, they were just, I don't even think they could, they knew what to do with themselves. Um, (laughs) I'm still kind of in shock, right? I don't know, like when you haven't seen family in a really, really long time and then you finally do, or when you're used to seeing family, like for small periods of time, like three weeks here, and then two years later, another three weeks, it can be a little bit to wrap around your mind and uh, just knowing that they're gonna be here and be here and be here is very strange to me. So um, there's a lot of um, renewing as far as interacting. We're no longer uh, no longer communicating, you know, in different time zones. So I'm super excited about that. All right. So I wanted to talk about singleness this week. I really did. Um, but too much is happening. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about this week in review at least thus far um so i'm going to touch a few things and then i might say something at the end about singleness but my intention is to record another episode sometime today i'll throw that up before um the weekend is over so you guys can at least get that if you've at least been waiting for it i for sure want to make sure i stay on top of my um schedule and uh fulfill the things that i feel like the lord is telling me to talk about so I know that relationships are on all of our minds and last time we talked about things being complicated and trying to figure out that whole status you know but i really wanted to speak something into the singles um and into the idea of singleness or the the status of being single so i think i'm still going to do that it might be a very very long day and probably a long weekend but i'm going to do the best i can but for this morning I'm going to make this real quick. I just want to touch on what we have all experienced this week in the United States. If you are not a U.S. listener, I understand and I'm sorry. Um, 
hopefully what I say in some part is encouraging to you and, uh, you know, that you just bid me grace right now as I highlight some of the things that I thought were important for this week. And uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Before I continue, I just want to remind y'all that Brave Slate, the devotional is out, um, as well as the first collection, the essence collection of the card. So if you would like to check out more about that, go to tethermission.com. And um, if you'd like to support the podcast, go to tethermission.com as well and click on podcast. And um, yeah, that's about it. So let's get started. I wanted to start with Martin Luther King Jr., the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, Every time this particular day of honor comes about at the beginning of the new year, it is always a great reminder of where we come from and just how close it was. Um, You know, the fact that I'm just going to say the fact that majority of the pictures that you see of MLK Jr. are in black and white is not reality. You know what I'm saying? The man lived when there was color and um, he would have been in his 90s uh, if he were alive. And so, yeah, I love to put pictures of MLK Jr. in color so that people can see that it was not too far ago or not too far away and not too long ago that um, we we began fighting for equality in our nation um, um, and for justice for the oppressed. So what I wanted to do was recount a couple quotes from MLK, because as I've been seeing all over the place, some people like to bring him up um, as a a peaceful uh, advocate for justice and equality. And while he was that, he was a man of peace. He was a man of God. He was a man who desired to see all men uh, regarded as equal. I also, um, I don't, I, I never saw him as a punk. You feel me? And I also don't think that it is appropriate or has been appropriate, especially in this time, y'all. Come on. Everybody needs to be awake by now. Scales should be off eyes by this point. You know what I'm saying? Um, But especially right now, I don't think it's appropriate for certain individuals to kind of just throw his name and his quotes and um, misappropriate what he was saying for the sake of appeasing their own souls, their minds and what they think uh, they're going to, you know, how they feel or may assume that using his words is somehow going to temper um, our passion for justice because it's not doing that for me. Instead, it's annoying. So. I digress. I'm just going to go and read some quotes that I personally feel are great reminders of the type of man that MLK Jr. was and the legacy that he left behind. He said, Jesus reminds us that the good life combines the toughness of the serpent and the tenderness of the dove. To have serpent-like qualities devoid of dove-like qualities is to be passionless, mean, and selfish. To have dove-like without serpent-like qualities is to be sentimental, anemic, and aimless. We must combine strongly marked antithesis. And then he says, was not Jesus an extremist for love? Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to them that ha- that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Was not Amos an extremist for justice? Let's, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Was not Paul an extremist for the Christian gospel? I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. He also said, when we see social relationships controlled everywhere by the principles which Jesus illustrated in life, trust, love, mercy, and altruism, then we shall know that the kingdom of God is here. And lastly, I tell you, 
I've seen the lightning flash, I've heard the thunder roll, I felt sin breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul, but I heard the voice of Jesus saying, still to fight on. I love those particular quotes from MLK because they speak to not only his passion for the Word of God, his understanding of the Word of God, because I believe justice is a basic understanding of Scripture, um, but also his intention to continue fighting the fight. That said, I fully believe we are still at the very beginning of this journey as it relates to equality, not only within our, our nation, but also within the church. Um, I think that it's very important that we do not allow all that God is revealing to us to pass by. Um, and we do our best as humanity to ensure that everyone is seen as equal and is treated equally in Jesus name. And then we move on to the inauguration of the 46th president of the United States of America and the uh, inauguration as well of Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. I am so excited about that, y'all. I I mean, I, I did my best because the entire um, the entire uh, inauguration was very so sobering to me on many, many levels. Um, oh, my God. It was almost like an exhale, you know what I'm saying? Like a moment to just kind of let it go, knowing full well that there's yet another lap in this race that we are all about to embark on. But just for that moment to just sit back and to just rest in what was happening, uh, not just for these two individuals, for President Biden and, and Vice President Kamala Harris, but to also consider everything that's happened in these first few weeks of this month, um, the attack on Capitol Hill, all that went down with that, the type of silence that we saw from certain people groups, um, the, you know, the frustration, the grief from many others who, um, you know, everyone's just trying to figure out like what's going on in our nation. Um, but to watch the inauguration, to see so much diversity from, uh, on that um uh, on that stage, um, whether it was music, whether it was individuals, poets, like it was just, it was a beautiful sight to see. Um, and it was also a sobering sight to see because it wasn't as full. There were all the flags representing those who have, um, whose lives have been taken by the coronavirus. There was so much to process in that moment. Um, but it was also a time, at least for me, to um, really look at our future and say, okay, at least we're going in a positive direction, right? I feel like the scales are balancing just a little bit. That's my personal opinion. If you disagree, that's okay. Um, but I, I just, I feel very much that it's important to remember empathy in everything that we do. Even if we don't agree with others, empathy is paramount to maintaining relationship I don't, I do not believe empathy is passivity. I do not believe empathy is compromise. I believe empathy is rooted in truth and grace and rooted in an understanding that we are all equal in our ability to succeed and also equal in our ability to make mistakes, grave mistakes at that. So um, just understanding that we are human beings and neither of us is God, <laughs> you know, no man is God over another, um, that we all are surrendered to the person of Jesus. We all are surrendered to God, the creator. Um, I think it's just important for us to fight, to seek, to love and to pursue life with that in mind. And I think that that is what this election and this inauguration uh, means to me. My hope is 100% built 
on Jesus Christ and nothing less than that. Um, Christ alone is the only one who has a perfect understanding of justice. He's the only one who's going to return and balance the scales in his purity and his righteousness and holiness. Um, but as it stands, I do believe that where we are right now and where we're going is a much better direction as far as it relates to everyone being seen as equal and so um or valuable and value and valuable and worthy of respect mutual respect that's all i'm saying um i also just wanted to shout out to my sisters today all of you like legitimately whether you are you know i don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on i mean women come on women we've been given an opportunity in, in our country voting for a representative from our gender, right? So I think it is a win for us in many ways. Um, you know, black, brown, white, it is a win for us. Imagine, you know, 45 vice presidents up to this point have all been white males. And here we are with a black, brown, Jamaican Indian woman who has taken the oath of office to become the 46th vice president of these United States. Like that is a major, major deal, especially considering the fact that um, we as women have been fighting for our rights from the rights to vote, the rights to, for our voices to be heard, not just in politics, but in the world and um, with our daily lives. I think it's just so important. So I'm just excited. I hope you are too, to some respect. Um, you know, what, wherever you stand in that, that's totally cool. But I hope you do see that there's something shifting and um, oh, speaking of shifting, because like I said, I just wanted to recap this whole week. I do see more shifting, particularly as it relates to the church. Okay. Um, I, I want to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? I really, really do. But what I will say is that it is it is all the more clear that there remains yet a great divide within those who consider themselves followers of Jesus Christ. Um, we can clearly see that not everyone who calls himself a disciple or a follower of Christ uh, looks the same. While the scriptures tell us that um, not only will others know uh, that we are Christians for our, by our love for one another, but they will also know us by our fruits. So I feel like that's a little bit simplistic and I think it's clear. However, um, you know, we have we have seen some people who are very proud in in declaring the name of Jesus, all while also, um, you know, elevating themselves and, and behaving in ways that are not becoming of someone who follows the servant God-man Jesus Christ. So I... Um, I'm not down with that, but I am going to say that I, I'm not going to take for granted or um, take lightly what God is allowing to happen in this time. I do believe that there is a sifting happening in the church. I do believe that we are we're being we're seeing um, a sifting of um, profession those who are just Christian by name, those who are just Christian by culture, and those who are truly born again followers of Jesus Christ. And um, I. I um I have a lot to say about that, but I will say that I am grieved by the behavior of some people who have um, professed Christ in the public square and um, have not reflected him in their character. So for those of you who are out there who are listening and are not Christians or not believers, um, I want to apologize for what you have witnessed, what you have seen. Um, you know, it's hard because I want so much to, to, to separate myself from those types of people. Um, but because they are 
declaring the name of my Savior, my Christ, my Lord, my Master, um, it is very difficult for me to come out and to um, not only declare His name, but also live as unto Him without someone else feeling some sort of pressure and or feeling some pain because of what um, we've seen. And so I apologize for that. What you are seeing is not Christianity, okay? What you are seeing is uh, unbecoming of those who follow Jesus. So I'm sorry that you have witnessed that. I'm sorry if there's been any pain because of that, but I do encourage you to gravitate toward or at least keep your heart open to those who bear the marks of Christ, who bear the fruit of Christ. And if every, if nothing else, whether you open your heart to me or to anyone else who's trying to rock his name appropriately and accordingly, um, I pray that your heart remains open to Christ himself. Lastly, I wanted to talk about singles just a little bit. Hopefully it's, um, you know, it encourages y'all before I go deep tonight, because um, I do think I'm going to record a little bit later. I just want to let all my single sisters know that you are seen. OK, <laughs> you are seen. And I know Valentine's Day is coming up. A whole lot is coming up and um, it brings up our, our feelings, our emotions. And we want so much to be with somebody or to be seen or to be loved or to be, um, you know, to be catered upon or just whatever it is. We want that. We desire that. There is so nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but I did want to let you know, sister to sister, that I see you. You are seen you are loved by God. You are loved by those in your life. Um, I, I want you to know that singleness is not a disease, <laughs> for one. I want you to know that singleness is not like purgatory, right? It might be difficult. It might be hard sometimes. Um, but you, and I don't even want to say, but you will get through it. But I believe that there is so much life in singleness. And I think God wants us to um, explore that specifically in him. So, um, yeah, I bless y'all. I just want to say that I bless you and I love you. And um, I hope and pray that you know that you are just as valuable as anyone in a relationship. You are just as valuable as anyone who, um, you know, appears to have everything that that um you desire or you, you you want to desire and so i just um i said want to desire that doesn't even make sense i'm sorry i got distracted my brother texted me and was like uh can you arm the house <laughs> so i had to go <laughs> to my uh adt app and handle that so i apologize that i got a little distracted okay anyway you are safe okay and that's an acronym that i'm going to break down a little bit later so hopefully you tune in to the next episode i want to address my single sisters i want to address the idea of singleness as y'all can hear my second is going live right now so i gotta go i had a couple more things i wanted to say about that but motherhood calls i love it it's friday i got them all this weekend y'all hear that can you hear that Do you hear that? Oh no, here it goes. Here it goes. It's the chorus. Mama, mommy, mama. All that, all the time. That is my week in review in under 20 minutes. Um, like I said, 
Bid me grace, I was all over the place, semi-scattered, wanted to say a lot of things, but I did my best. So I love y'all and I will get up with you guys a little bit later. Check out the next episode, singleness and being safe. Until next time.